Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. How big can technology get and how can it affect us? Well, uh, technology can become everything. In fact, we are now part of, according to the World Economic Forum, our bodies are part of what's called the Internet of Bodies. We used to talk about the so Internet. Our soul is gone, right? Yeah, the soul's gone, and now your body is just like uh, Pinocchio strung up on a string here to the Internet of Bodies, and it's equal in their view to your toaster, your microwave, or your car, anything that's it's online. Uh, used to be part of the Internet of Things, and now our bodies are part of the Internet of Things. And ultimately, what they're seeking is just the complete eradication or erasure of the idea of the individual. We will be one single unified human race. There will be one being on this planet. Interesting take. Now, what is fueling that? What's push- pushing that? Well, there's two takes on what's what's fueling that. One is that it's uh, an extraterrestrial source. It could be some alien intervention. Artificial intelligence is definitely an alien intelligence. Although uh, the other view is comes from James Lovelock, who gave us the Gaia hypothesis that the Earth is a living entity. Mm-hmm. And he believes AI is an emergent property of Gaia itself. That it is, the, in fact, the planet has sent AI, and in his view, to destroy humanity for what it's done to the planet. Interesting take. I, I don't, I'm not sure that's the case, but what do you think? Well, I don't know. Uh, I, it doesn't make as much sense as some kind of a marauding artificial, or excuse me, alien intelligence that, that's come to Earth to take us over, to, like in the Borg story. I mean, uh, if you would think that if it's coming from the planet, that the planet would, would go for, instead of artificial intelligence, it would go for more of what I refer to as angelic intelligence. It would make us love Mother Earth. We tried that. It didn't work. And now we have this mandate coming from on high from the global elite that can tell us exactly what we can do, but what they can uh, decide to uh, to forget about for themselves. So. I I personally think it's coming from the outside. I think that artificial intelligence and this technology is extraterrestrial in origin. Is big tech getting too big? Big tech has been too big for a long time. And they they are the Facebook, Google, uh, Apple. They're the three new branches of the global government. They They are the global government. They have completely taken over everything. In fact, you know, Google used to be the, the number one visitor to the beginning in the Obama years to the Obama White House. Then the, in the Trump years, they, they lost a little bit of their power. That's why they came back so aggressively. And now they've completely taken over. And we, we now live in effectively a, an authoritarian society, tech, tech-driven authoritarian, authoritarian society. Now, in some cases, though, William, technology is pretty darn good, isn't it? It, it can produce miracles. It can prolong life. It can save lives. It can have dramatic impacts on many areas of our lives. The, the trade-off for that, though, is our souls, because in order to fully buy into the tech dream of a, a transformed planet, you give up your individuality. You, you, you drop any nonsense, nonsensical beliefs you have in religion, spirituality, the soul, anything that used to think you made you human. Now you become, you merge with AI, you become part of a single uh, uniform global entity it is amazing how technology has so much information on us that we don't even know about we don't even know about it and that's the key part is that there are there are actually two 
versions of ourself now. There's our biological life, and then there's our digital life. And our digital self will long outlive our biological self. And this is what big tech is doing now, is encouraging people to create these digital avatars, these cartoon versions of themselves that they can, quote-unquote, resurrect, and you'll be able to live on and on and on for hundreds of years uh, digitally. I have seen babies with smartphones, mm-hmm. their parents' phones, obviously, yeah. but but they know how to do it. They know how to work it. They, they I, I've in. never seen anything like this before. Yeah, they come in somehow hardwired, pre-wired to be able to do this, and then big tech is sitting there ready to, to addict them for life. You, you, you cannot get these devices out of their hands. It's child abuse is what it is. Well, it, what, it, what would you say is wrong with big technology, the wrong part of it? The wrong part of technology is they view you, George, as data. You think of yourself as this soft, cuddly, spiritual being created by God. To them, you're just information. You're just data. You, you are not some spiritual entity dwelling in within the physical body we know of and, and recognizes you. You are just the information that you've put up online. And you better get used to that. And if you don't like that idea, uh, you can go live on an island somewhere, because that is, their, that is their perspective. And ultimately what they seek to do is to completely eradicate any notion of an individual-type being. And this is why it's so scary. And, it, it, and this is, the, of course, the, the, the root and core of their authoritarian approach, is they want to eradicate anything that smacks of religion or spirituality and turn us into a complete and uh, uniform technocracy. Is there a way out, or do we just let it happen? Well, back to the book of Revelation, the, 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 the Antichrist is thrown into an abyss or a, in, a, in a hole, a pit, for a thousand years and locked up. So yes, there is hope that if, if AI is the image of the beast that we're going to be forced to worship in order to operate in society, that there is hope that we can somehow contain it. This is the, the big drama among big tech right now, is it's probably too late. We should have been thinking about the ethics and morals of AI uh, much much stronger a, a decade or so ago. But we, we didn't have any leadership on the political side or the, the spiritual or religious side, so big tech just walked all over the planet and put its boots on our neck, and, and here we are. Would you say that China is the biggest offender of uh, high technology? I, I think I, I, I puzzled for a while. Why would, why would an American entrepreneur, young guys coming up out of Harvard and, and so forth, creating these mega companies, why would they want to act like such authoritarians? Why would they want to take away people's privacy and tell them what to think and what they can say and, and what they can do and surveil them 24-7? Why would you do that? Are they communists? No, they're, they're, they're capitalists. But... What they subscribe to is exactly what the dragon seeks in the book of Revelation. And I think they're all cut from the same cloth. While they appear to be Chinese in origin or American uh, in it by birth, they're none of those things. They, they are part of some other entity that is completely different from ordinary human beings. And they subscribe to this idea that all humans should submit to their authority. I mean, China's got now, like, a credit score for you for just day-to-day living? They have since 2018. That's right. In order to get on a train, 
or to live normal everyday life, you must uh, be within the, the limits of your social credit score. And if your social credit score is too low, they have a different kind of train for you. And that's, that's what's already started here in America. This is the, the cancel culture that we've installed in these past few years and allowed to, to take over our society. And this, this is the danger of technology is that you, you begin to just take away people's rights. You, you, you're, you're unelected. Uh, government, uh, government officials now, and you're telling people what they can and can't think, what they can do with their time, and if they don't obey, then they're 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 out, they're canceled, and that that is just that is anti-human. It's dehumanizing, and this is the source of all the dehumanization going on in our world right now. It's it's all AI-driven, and this idea that people should be machines. William's website is his name, WilliamHenry.net, linked up at coasttocoastam.com. You've had that website for years, haven't you? I have, uh, over 20 years now, yeah. That's fantastic. You get a lot of hits. I used to remember you had a counter on them. Do you still have a counter? Yeah. And, and I used to watch your hits every time you'd come on the air. Oh, I know. And it, it, it would it, just it, go it, crazy. Such great times. It's still great times. But, yeah, those early days, it was so so new and very exciting. What... As you look at all of this, Book of Revelation, high technology, disclosure, what, what is out there that really concerns you as, as a mythologist, as an investigator? Well, what, what concerns me is just how willing people are to give over their soul or to forget about this whole idea that we have a soul. Elon Musk, you're just a neural spike. That, that's it. it. This all out here seems so real. It's just a simulation. It's not real. And when you start bringing a generation of people up with that idea, it is just mind-bogglingly dangerous and alarming. And that's, But that's what they're doing. And it, it's ultimately saying all of human history has been a wasteland. And real, the real story only begins when you merge with AI. And that, that to me is, and that's obviously right where we're at right now, that is the most dangerous place because then what you're ultimately saying is that human life is, is worthless. It's, it's worthless. And I, I can't imagine, nor do I really want to imagine, a world that is godless, that has no soul, and has no spirituality. But that's what we're creating right now. Will that day come where they will say that you need a chip in your hand or some kind of laser tattoo in order to function in society? Absolutely. Absolutely. Probably within the next two to three years. Uh, that soon? That soon, yes, absolutely. They're, in, they're in, in order to buy or sell, right? In, in order to get on an airplane, in order to go into a grocery store, movie, not, not a movie theater anymore, a, a sporting event, to, to function in society, yes, you will have to have this. Will people uprise and say, no, we're not going to do this, or will they just fall in line? No, you'll have, you'll have uh, uprisings. You'll have pockets of people that... Uh, that opt out, how many, we, it's hard to say right now. Um, but remember, uh, according to the book of Revelation, which is the source, the guiding text for, for this scenario, the good guys win, and this technology is ultimately harnessed or uh, captured. Do you think when the Bible was being written, when Revelation was being written, that those authors knew what was going to happen in the future? 
I, 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 in part, I do, yes. I also recognize the symbolic and archetypal nature of the book of Revelation, the apocalypse. It's all about, ultimately, the word apocalypse, people say oh, it means lifting of the veil. Yes, that's true. But ultimately, what it really means is it's a, a communication, a transmission from an otherworldly being, in this case, a rainbow angel, to a human being for the purpose of awakening or illuminating their consciousness, plugging them into a greater reality. So, in fact, every day people go through their, their own personal apocalypse. People that, that see angels, have near-death experiences, have maybe even gone through alien abduction, all are forms of apocalypse. And so we have the, the, the global level of the, of the text, and then you also have the individual level where we each can go through this at any time. And as I mentioned earlier, I, I think this pattern is repeated throughout the ages. And in our age, in our time, the beast very clearly is big tech. And the Antichrist is the, the new being that is going to emerge from big tech, whether, again, it's a clone, uh, a hologram, or some kind of an entity that is created digitally online that we all suddenly start wanting to worship. We're going to take your calls with William Henry next hour. When you talk about rainbow angels, explain that. In the book of Revelation, uh, in chapter 20, the, the, the skies open, the heavens open, and an angel comes out of the sky with a rainbow around its head. So I, I refer to that being as the rainbow angel. Okay. Now that angel, why is there a rainbow around it? The reason why is because the, the rainbow, on one level, symbolizes the glory of God. It also symbolizes the energetic state of being that this angel is in. In Tibet, they call this the rainbow light body. It, it's, uh, it corresponds with the Judeo-Christian idea of the image of God. When it says we're made in the image of God, that is a, a, a pattern, uh, an energetic pattern, as opposed to our physical flesh and blood body. So we're not... Uh, a clone of a of a flesh and blood being, we we contain within us an image that is described as the glory of God and is portrayed artistically as a a, a being with the rainbow light around its body. Is that a good thing? Yes, it is, uh, because ultimately, as the Tibetans teach and the Egyptians taught the same thing, uh, Judeo Christianity says this image of God is within us. It is our true self. It is our true divine nature. And tapping into and connecting with our divine nature is the way to overcome the beast. What is this mind-created entity you keep talking about? Well, when you the, the technical term for mind-created entities is an egregore. Egr egregore, okay. Egregore, yeah. It's a it's a, a group of people can put their minds or thoughts together and create this entity. Uncle Sam. Is, is an example of an egregore. There is no being called Uncle Sam, but every American knows who Uncle Sam is. And we have formulated him into a physical body. You can identify, anybody, most Americans can identify Uncle Sam. Yeah, he's the guy with the star-spangled hat and the beard. And so right. He represents us, the United he States. He represents us. And so this is what big tech is in the process of doing right now, is and this is the next step, is where we will see the emergence of a a a physical entity that does not have an actual existence that we will begin to worship. We're already seeing the rise of synthetic beings online. Michaela, for example, is a, is a singer that she has millions of followers on Instagram. She puts out new music all the time and videos. She doesn't exist. She's a CGI <laughs> being. 
Okay, and a lot of the kids that watch her and and follow her don't know she does not exist. They think she's the real deal. They think she's real because she's they have pictures of her with celebrities and all this kind of thing to get the illusion going. And this is what's going to happen with the beast. We are going to see an egregore appear from Silicon Valley that's created by this community of minds. And this will represent the next step for humanity and, and millions of people uh, around the world, again, will we'll begin to worship this image of the beast, this false, this false entity. Isn't it brilliant to create a false human? It, it is. I mean, and I don't know if, if, you, if you're keeping up online, Samsung, as I mentioned earlier, they, they've got a new being that they call Neom that is uh, a, a fully synthetic human being that exists online. And you cannot tell the difference between these synthetic humans and real human beings. You, in fact, that's one thing the World Economic Forum says in their videos, is that in the next few years, your body will be so high-tech and artificial, you won't be able to tell the difference between what's real and what's artificial. That's kind of neat in some ways, but then it's kind of weird in another, isn't it? Oh, it's, yeah, I think it's totally freaky. And ultimately what the, the message here is, George, that's so alarming to me is that when you combine that with their belief in the non-existence of the human soul, they're, they're essentially saying, George, why do you want to stay in your physical body? Why don't you just drop that to save the planet and uh, just up-level yourself, upload yourself, and just live online now? That, that is the real danger here, is that they are saying that your physical existence <clears throat> doesn't need, does not matter. You don't matter. Your soul is non-existent. Your life is meaningless. Why don't you come live online and get a more attractive, younger, smarter um, person that represents you? That's what they're saying. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.